I don't believe it. That's Clone Force 99. This is Wrecker, Hunter, Echo, Tech, and Crosshair. Obviously, we are different. We're all you're getting. Ha! We're all you need! They call themselves the Bad Batch. Experimental Unit Clone Force 99. The defective clones with the uh, desirable mutations. This is one meeting I don't want to miss. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Dad Batch Podcast, episode 11. My name is Steven Schultz, and I am your host in the pilot seat today. How about that and or episode? Wow, I can't believe it. We are going to get into it today. So warning, full spoilers ahead. And you know I can't do it alone. With us, as always, the other Dad Batchers, your space daddies. First up, he's already working on his tech costume for Bad Batch Season 4. It's Joe Lara. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, how are you, man? I'm doing good, man. I'm burning through that costume, and uh, and even when I uh, when I think I'm getting closer, then a new image will pop, and I realize I need to make an adjustment. I need a new trailer, guy. I mean, you guys know we we need trailers. We need something. Oh, we need something. yes, yeah. But I'm doing well. Trailer. I'm, yeah. I'm doing good, man. Did you guys do anything uh, anything eventful this week? Yeah, I mean, you're gonna you're gonna hear us talk about um, a fun time that we had hanging out with Mark Edwards and some costumes and uh, I won't, I won't steal all that thunder, but it was, it was really great. Anytime we get to see each other, it's always good. It's always, always good. Yeah. I got to see um, a little, a little photos, a little uh, preview of those, of those, those photos you guys took. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, was, it was good times. Just it's it, anytime you put on armor, it's always fun. And then you hang with your bros. It's even better. Um, yeah. yeah. And then I uh, was at a charity event um, through my company. So it was, a, it was a golf tournament at Pelican Hill out here in Newport beach it's a super fancy kind of thing, but uh, but I had to kind of show face and drive a golf cart around and wave. Oh, and what was, a tough life! Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. kind of hard. Um, <laughs> turned into a dinner, but uh, but obviously, uh, you know, I was out for a good cause and we raised a lot of a lot of money for for some good causes. Um, awesome. but yeah, that was that was a pretty good weekend. Excellent, man. Um, yeah. That's good to hear. What what was the was it a specific charity that you guys were raising money for, or various ones, or? Yeah, well, it's um, it's it's it belongs to our to our to our parent company, um, but it's okay. Carrington Charitable Foundation, and uh, okay. they do a lot of a lot of good for for veteran initiatives, um, specifically veterans that have been either wounded in war. Uh, we built homes. I think we built like twenty six homes for for veterans. Um, wow. And these are these are adaptive homes, right? Because they need they have special you know circumstances that don't allow them to to go upstairs easily or that kind of thing. So so there's that piece, and then also helping with veterans just transition into careers, um, mental health, all kinds of, uh, all kinds of issues that some veterans go through. So yeah, it was, uh, it's a good cause and a lot of people showed up. So that's really what, that's really what mattered. That's amazing, man. You do all that and stormtrooper stuff. Good <laughs> for you, man. Good for you. Yeah. He's never at his post though. Ah, uh, oh, well, that's why it's a good excuse. <laughs> See what I did there? Just, Next up, he's the Mando with the Plando. It's Ramey Shanaday. 
every single oh. week. <laughs> you never, uh, never let us down. So, uh, good, good to be How here. Doing? I'm doing good. It's, it's, it's good to be here. It's been like longest week ever for reasons I won't get into on the show, but, uh, it's fine. As they say, it'll buff out. So, um, last Thursday, uh, did a, a troop at the Ronald McDonald house and, uh, the, the goal was to raise $50,000 and we blew past that and got 80. Whoa, so that was cool. Man. That was cool. And then, uh, on, uh, Sunday got to see uh, some of our our dad batch brothers here, and uh, for the photo shoot, I will we'll, I at some point we'll have to figure out when's the right time on the, this to, to get into it. But you know it's always Sad. always always good to hang out with some cool people, take some awesome photos. Mark Edwards is great. I mean he shows up with stuff. He's like I got these new toys and I want to play with it. Let's let's every time. tell me what tell me what you want like and 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 we just look at him and we're like Mark you you do what you do and because it's what always you want. Right? it's always great yeah exactly Mark's exactly. the best. <clears throat> But uh, yeah, Mark, Mark Edwards is is not only a true professional when it comes to photographing cosplayers, but I think he's done like like legitimate uh, high profile like magazine stuff mm-hmm. and yeah. TV stuff. I mean, yeah, and he yeah. is one of the nicest humans. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, he's a- absolutely. Yeah. Me- yeah, member, well, I mean, member of the club, and and you know, so he knows he knows what it's like to be inside the armor as well as to how to take pictures of it from the outside too. So. Yeah. It's really uh, it was really cool to hear him because because uh, Andor's out and and we won't get into the character because he might want to think about it and I want to put him on the spot but he was thinking about a certain character put him on that the we've spot. seen and if you if you know who he is and know what his facial features are and you know the characters we're watching in Andor you could probably kind of guess but it's I hope he does I hope he pulls the trigger on that one yeah I wanted to turn turn the tables on the uh, the intros for a second and uh, check in on our brother Wrecker how you holding up brother. I'm good, man. Um, you know, I had a pretty crazy week. Uh, I was I was going to my wife and I have been doing like uh, design planning uh, for our laundry room slash uh, mudroom, and so we were going to turn the whole thing into like one of those really upscale like mudrooms with the lockers for the kids and. Um, you know, just yeah, all that you're not stuff. Gonna, like love it or list it or something like that. <laughs> no, 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 no. But I mean, you know, we've got like we've got like plans drawn out and stuff. And so, you know, we we uh, spent last week um, since the last episode. We we've been like cleaning out that room and just you know getting everything down to the bare walls and stuff. And then on Sunday, uh, well, I'm sorry, on Saturday we were like prepped to to knock everything out on Sunday. And, you know, we had plans to, um, to, uh, drop off, uh, our boys at, uh, at my parents' house and then like 6am Sunday morning. And then my phone's just like, and I'm like in my haze, I'm like, I'm so angry at work. Cause I'm like, it's too early, you know? And, uh, and I look at my phone finally after like four missed calls and it's my mom. And then, uh. You know, she made that phone call to me that no son uh, ever wants to hear. Um, so yeah, we we got the news on on uh, Sunday that my dad, my dad had passed away, and uh, so now I'm just I'm doing the thing. I'm doing the uh, the thing that every son has to eventually go through. So I'm part of the Dead Dad Club, which is you know. 
Remember. It's, it's one of those things. But um, yep, I have to remain strong. So uh, it's my brother and I. My brother and I have been with my mom, uh, you know, pretty much 24-7 since Sunday. So and we'll continue to be there for her. Well, may the force be with you all. Yes, thank yeah. you. May the may the force be with my dad. Absolutely. Yeah. Love you, um, Stephen. Glad you're here. Uh, Not a fun club to be a part of. Yeah, you know, I I know uh, the question came up if we should even do an episode this week, but you know, my dad, um, the the word when when Ramy sent me a text message. I could hear my dad saying the show must go on because he used to always say that. So <laughs> really, how how apropos for for this? So the show must go on. Well, it wow. is also the dad badge. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was somewhat somewhat ironic that that you like literally in the middle of all of that Sunday morning, you you butt dialed me at at six a.m. like in the thick of it, and I appreciated uh, get you know. It, no one ever wants to hear that news, but I, I you know. When did you know the time there? I was, you know, we had stuff planned for Sunday. I was ready to drop all of it and head your way if, if that's what you wanted and, or needed. So we're here for you. Thanks, guys. Yeah, I man. appreciate it. Um, you can't play rock, paper, scissors with him because he'll whip out his chrome dip fibro blade. <laughs> it's John Rodriguez. Hey, how are you, man? I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I was like, where is he going with this? <laughs> You've had a busy week, man. Have I? Yeah, you're just, you keep, my. I'm trying to put my phone on silent, but it's just nonstop blowing up with John posting pictures of everything. So. <laughs> um, uh, well, uh, I, 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 w- with the help of Raimi uh, and a couple other friends on Instagram, I was able to dial in the Jupiter. So, oh, cool. I, I mean, I, I, it's a, it's a big highlight of my week, but uh, I'll talk about that on the workbench because uh, I was just stoked because everything started printing immaculately. But okay, yeah, I'll stop talking about that. Yeah, but I, I, I worked, uh, you know, uh, I've been working out in Malibu all week. And um, well, you're not week. working out, bro. Come on. I didn't say working <laughs> out. I said working. Oh, oh God. Yeah. Working yeah, out, yeah. out in Malibu. Working outside in Malibu. In Malibu. Yes. Um, and how's, good, uh, man? how's the wife and kids wife is good wife and kid, I'm kid sorry, is wife good and kid. yeah well i have i consider my dogs also my kids because they act like children little babies oh, pooping everywhere beep. uh yeah beep beeping <laughs> everywhere um but yeah yeah everyone's good so yeah thank you that's good man um live from charlotte speedway in North, <laughs> North Carolina. It's Brian Cook. How are you, Atta man? Boy, North Kakalaka. If you're from here, um, I'm solid, man. Since you said Charlotte Speedway, I mean that was pretty much the highlight. Uh, I think I said before, my neighbor, my good buddy Dwayne, is a wheelman for stock cars. Uh, he does Xfinity, uh, which is NASCAR. There's different. There's different levels inside NASCAR, but he changes um, tires. He's done it for 18 years. Uh, he got us VIP passes, like pit passes, to our first ever uh, race. And it's cool because Saturday is the Xfinity cars. Those are the ones he works on. And he was working that day. So like we're in the pits with him 
during the race. So it was like, I mean, it doesn't get any closer than that. <laughs> like could reach out and like touch the car if I wanted to. Um, and it was completely intense, super insane. Uh, a really, I just, I can't, I love cars and motorcycles and things with motors and things that are loud. And that was the epitome of that. Uh, so, uh, it was super cool. And then on Sunday was the cup and that's the big one with like the big names, um, that most people follow. And ironically they had a Nelly concert before it. So that was, that was fun. A little country grammar in there. Um, <laughs> but, uh, that was just a insane experience and the highlight of the past week uh family and i are still riding high off it so that's it other than that it's starting to get cold it's kind of nice it's easy to go in the garage i'm really jealous of you guys and all your man it's not hot it's not hot (laughs) it's really jealous of all the cool pictures that are going on so i'm gonna go jump in the (laughs) forest and take pictures of myself and wallow in my own tears so I have been looking for troops too, which has been cool. Um, cause it is cooler out now too. And, uh, unfortunately there was a super awesome troop this past weekend, <laughs> but the VIP passes to NASCAR kind of took, <laughs> took precedence. So how can you not, yeah. right? Your family. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. So yeah, that's it. Good to see y'all. Glad to see you here, Steven. Glad to be here, man. Thanks for, thanks for joining us. And ladies and gentlemen, joining us all the way from New Jersey, it's the man in charge of 15,000 members worldwide, the commanding officer of the 501st Legion. It's Justin Sonfield. How are you, sir? Hi. Um, I'm glad to be here. First of all, big fan. Been listening since episode one, which was, you know, years ago. <laughs> um, no, it's 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 great to be on with you guys. Thank you for having me. Uh, so let's see. You have um, how many costumes in the 501st? I don't re- 11, I think. It's 12. 12? Okay, 12. That's <laughs> I, I, I did my homework. I, I did, apparently. Um, yeah, so now it's 12. Now it is 12. So, so out of all your costumes, what's your favorite? Boy, honestly, I think the guy behind me, uh, Din, the Dura Steel version over here, who's just hanging Ooh, out behind nice. me, he's probably yes. my favorite because he was the first one that you know I kind of had to research on my own. You know, we was, I was part of that initial group that I think I was number six approved in the Legion uh, in total, and. You know, that original group that was really trying to formulate a CRL on a really, really hard costume with lots and lots of decisions. I had to, you know, learn a lot of new things. I'd never worked with leather before. Um, so I'd done 3D printing for, for a while and, and obviously done sewing, but had never done anything with, with leather. So and it was also the challenge of being in the midst of the pandemic. So it was approved in September of 2020. And so obviously wow. all of the work from that, from basically December to then, um, you know, happened with Tandy leather being closed and, you know, uh, shortages on, on PLA, and, you know, and shipping times across the world being so slow. So there's just a lot, lots and lots and lots of blood, sweat and tears in that one. So it's probably my favorite today. You almost had to work twice as hard on, on that, on that one versus yeah. Any other costume? And it is also it's the, also the only one that I own that's triple approved. So it's Mandalorian, oh, wow. Legion, and 
and Philo first. Same. That I have I have that version of Din as well. I've got the Beskar and that one and and but that that pre-Beskar one is the only one I've got that's in all three. Yeah. Same. Very fun. Very cool. It's one of those flexes you just do cuz you can. <laughs> like I'm just going to prove this and everything just cuz I can. Go for the yeah. trifecta. <laughs> Justin, how was your week? Did you guys do anything with the family or anything? We or? did. So we were actually near you guys. Uh, we, I flew into, well, myself, um, my wife, Naomi, and our, our child, Jack, we flew into LA last Tuesday, a week ago, Tuesday night. And uh, hold on, now I have to actually brush Jack's hair. Say hi to Jack. Say hi. Jack. Say hi, everybody. Yay. <laughs> this is the dad batch. Say hi. Jack, hi, how you doing, buddy? <laughs> you doing? What's up, dude? Yeah. Got family things to do. That's how that's how we roll. Um, so we flew into LA on. Okay, now you can go. <laughs> <laughs> and they say multitasking is right, not a thing. Right. Um, so we flew into LA on Tuesday night. On Wednesday, I, I had to work. Uh, so went to visit my store on Melrose Avenue and worked through the day. And then Thursday morning, we woke up and drove down to Anaheim. Went to the Boogie Bash, Oogie Boogie Bash at Disneyland or Fun Adventure on. Thursday night and then spent Friday, Saturday and Sunday in the parks. And it was gorgeous. We literally left 42 degree weather here and it was raining for like a week and arrived there and you guys had just such beautiful weather last week. Our idea of bad weather I think is like in the in the 60s or in the 90s. So <laughs> that rain that rain sounds really nice though. 42 degree it rain does. like ooh. It was it was uh yeah. There, there were, you know, there was a couple of uh, we uh, on the weekend. It was fun because we were just all cozy in our our little cabin on our our boat, you know, and and that was really fun because it's just warm and we're watching, you know, Andor over and over and over again, and it's just the rain you hear it outside. So it it can be very nice, but on day five of it, it was really getting repetitive. It was the storm. It was basic from uh, from Florida. It was sitting over us and just kind of hanging out for a while. Hey, but, you mentioned you guys went to California Adventure. Did you guys see the new Hulk? We did. We sure did. Was it, was it was any good? I thought it was fantastic. So really? yeah, so it, it was it was kind of funny. I was standing with Jack and we were waiting for Naomi who was taking a picture somewhere and didn't know we were standing in front of where it opens up and like there's this huge noise of of his entrance. And it was a little like, you know, oh, you know, and turned around and here comes the Hulk out. And I think like at the D twenty three, this the the voice felt a little static you know like you know like just it was just you know you didn't feel very interactive and in person it was it was really great you know that's they, cool yeah, it was a good good photo op lots of fun oh man i have to check that out it's really good well, that's good to hear yeah because on stage on camera it looks one way but i'm sure it's different in person yeah. so and they may have tweaked it a little bit they may have tweaked his what he's what he says but it, it just felt better right on yeah. Well, thank you everybody for tuning in. If you'd like to interact with us more, follow us at Dad Batch Pod on Instagram and check out our new stickers and shirts at thedadbatch.com. Guys, let's get into this. This garbage is nothing like clone armor. Looks a little tight on you, old man. Yeah. I know how to wear it. All righty, guys. It's time for the weekly workbench. Since you were so excited to, to talk about everything, John, let's start with you. All right. Uh, I just didn't want to give anything away because then I won't have anything to say in this segment. 
Um, no, but uh, like I mentioned before, uh, Raimi and a couple buddies on uh, Instagram helped me dial in my uh, Elegu Jupiter, and I've just been printing on it like crazy. I actually gave it a rest today and, and used uh, one of the smaller printers, but um, it's just been, pff, I'm blown away. It's awesome. Uh, print quality is insane. Uh, I don't know. That's, that's, that's What's that. What's your resin uh, choice? Um, I use the water washable stuff from, like, is it Elegoo? That's what I say, Elegoo. Elegoo, yeah. And that's what I use, the water washable stuff, too. Yeah, I love that stuff because I just have a bucket there, and I can, like, pull the print off and, like, dunk it and, you know, and kind of wipe it and clean it and just pull it out and whatever. Um, Yeah, and you don't have to, you don't need alcohol. So save save some money there. But, yeah, um, and, yeah, I've been painting – I, I, I cast a couple helmets for some people and uh, I've been painting a little bit. Um, and yeah, not, not, not too much going on. The usual, I guess. Just chroming stuff. All right. Crosshair. What, what are you working on? <laughs> Can you guys hear that? Is that a rattlesnake? Is, it, is, a rattlesnake? It, a, is it a toothpick holder? Is that no, a Morocco? Um, Remember, remember, Ramy, when you said, "Hey, the light size for the thermal detonator is three millimeter." Oh yeah, is it yeah, not? it's not. That oh, just oh, fell right oh, in there, and now I can't get it out. Oh, it must oh, be five no. millimeter. <sighs> Sorry, so not, not three millimeter. And now I have a bag of a hundred of them because you can't <laughs> buy them for. <laughs> Eventually, you get the. Yeah, yeah um, he's got the nice one. Yeah. <laughs> uh. There's so there's there's that <laughs> my bad um, and then um, I finished my boy here Cad Bane Ooh. Dad so, Bane Dad yeah Dad Bane. Um, Dad Bane I needed to go take some pictures of it but it was raining all day so um, it these files are from Galactic Armory uh, and they yeah. it they're pretty they're very well made and broken up into pieces. So you can just print each piece in your printer. Cause I have a small resin printer. Thanks, John. Um, the, <laughs> and then um, I went for this bronzing technique, which uh, I think I talked about it uh, with my Stormbreaker was modern masters. Uh, this is modern masters, metallic uh, bronze metallic. And then you hit it with the activator and you get those really cool greens and stuff, which wow. People that are watching the YouTube, which you know, I always encourage you guys watch the Dad Bass podcast on YouTube. You get to see the visuals, uh, and then once I get a nice picture outside, I'll post it on Instagram. Very proud of this. The family, I brought it in and put it on the table, and they were like, "Whoa!" So it um, looks heavy. It looks like it should be twenty does. pounds. It looks. I mean, I put it on the mantle, and usually when I put things in my house, Tori's like, "What do you?" Where's what are you doing with that? And she's like, that looks pretty good right there. I'm like, okay, I did a good job. So um, this thing's awesome. And then I have one more thing, but I forgot to grab it. So I'm going to grab it one second. I'll be right back. We need some. Uh, wow. He went to get wow. it. So you know, he's excited. Music. Because he never goes. Oh, yeah, to get oh, it wasn't far. <laughs> I got, yeah. Yeah. Just, I just uh, had to uh, run over there. I got on that Andor hype train. Oh, oh yeah. With the Stanley. <laughs> I got a little crazy though. So, I, uh, so, I, so funny story. So last week's episode, I, my wife prefers to watch the episodes on YouTube instead of listen to it. And, nice. and then Thank I you. hear her, I hear I her watching so and she says, cause she sees John 
And she goes, oh my God, is that a flask? <laughs> and I was like, long story, baby. It was water Star anyway. Wars. Yeah, there wasn't anything in it. I was like, so, water. Yeah, I, I really like uh, <laughs> stupid fun of pain. It only took a minute. but And then I glued on the belt clip. So on my uh, custom Mando when I'm at a con or something, I can, there you go. You can clip that bad boy on there. Quench your thirst when trooping. Yeah, so that's it. Not too much. Kind of went crazy the past few weeks doing stuff, so slow down a little bit. Justin. Ooh. <laughs> um, well, let's see. I'm, I'm wrestling this. This is what's near me, at least. Um, so I, I had the great fortune of being one of the first folks to build the iCat uh, green trooper costume. Love that. With my CO Taylor Goodson here. And over time, we started with a file. I, I can't even remember whose file it was um, for the helmet. And it was great. It was actually really good. But then Taylor found an Anovos at a really good deal. And I've just been envious ever since. And he wore that to celebration. So I've been trying to figure out how to get close. And then uh, Josh made uh, made the a pretty good approximation file uh, of, of, of you know close to Anovos. So I did the first printout of it. Wow. Nice. And the detail is like th that he did is really great. Like, you know, he really built in everything and it's perfect. However, then Taylor brings over his Anovos helmet and it's too big. <laughs> oh. so, so the one to one is, is slightly big. And so this is going to be a giveaway for somebody. Cause whenever I make something that, that doesn't end up working, I give it away. So then I, of course, but printed another one, and it's about Jack's size. So, oh. <laughs> okay. So now Jack's gonna have an iCat. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. Have an iCat, which uh, actually uh, the 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 uh, leader of the ACD hit, made one for their child. So, so I'm kind of like, yeah, this will work for Jack. You got but, your uh, own detachment yeah. growing now. I'm gonna have a detachment. It's funny yeah. when you only uh, have you just come across one item to a costume, or oh well, I gotta make it. <laughs> gotta make it. Um, that's exactly how this works, right? But no, uh, yes. other than that, I just just got my Krennic approved. Um, that that Anovos Duevo Nuevo, whatever they're calling themselves now, um, kit is is fantastic. I ordered it literally at Celebration Orlando. It came in a couple months ago, and finally got to work on all the accessory parts for that and got that approved. So I just the last thing on there is I'm gonna have to stand up. We'll do this. Last part is Director Krennic. I just wanted to say that. <laughs> the blaster. Nice. The blaster. Yes. Oh. This is actually one piece out of, I, I didn't do the Saturn. I did the uh, Anycubic M3. Uh, so this came off one piece out of there. And, and it did kind of a half-ass paint job. I haven't yet to weather it. But it's a cool blaster. It's It's different. We'll now have to make the leather. So that's that's what's on my bench. You know, now that you have one piece of the costume, you have to build a full Hondo Anaka. <laughs> that's right. I just I just got done printing the, oh, no. the the Galaxy's Edge version of Hondo that I'm working on has that blaster, and I've got it printed. I haven't painted it yet, but well, there so, you go. But it's the same blaster, so there you go. You don't have the holster. I've never done an alien, but if I did an alien, that's the one I want to do. So <laughs> not too not too far off. Ramey. Let's make it happen. Oh, what you working on? Okay. You're up. 
Um, you mentioned you mentioned giveaways, um, so I will start with that. So I worked, and I actually had this somewhat done last week, but I screwed it up, and so I had to fix something. So this is the uh, the hard hat that the guys wear in Andor. Yeah. So, but it's a little it's a little tight on me, and so I'm. But it's all painted up and ready to go. It matches the what we see on the screen. Um, so I'm going to give this away to somebody. So here's, here's the trick. So you're only going to be able to do this if you watch the YouTube video, because I'm going to hold That's up. Right. I'm going to hold up. I'm see, I'm like taking a page out of Crosshair's book here. I'm going to hold up a phrase. And so here's, so last week, uh, put Joe, your live down, Joe. Last week, Joe and I, that's right. Last week, Joe and I went to uh, or did a, an unboxing of the Hot Toys Echo 1-6 scale figure. So this is the, <laughs> this is the phrase that pays. We're not going to say it out loud, but this is it. So you can only see it if you're watching the video. So you go to, I want you to go to that Hot Toys unboxing video and put this as the comment. And then next week, we'll go through whoever did that and pick a winner. And I'm gonna, that, and I'm gonna mail Good them job. and I'm gonna mail them this helmet. Love it. So that's awesome. Uh, so we'll, we'll go ahead and pick the winner. Uh, we'll pick the winner on the show. They've got to put the comment and they have to be a subscriber. Yeah, exactly. Yes. I'll I'll put I'll put the names into like a little I'm sure there's an app awesome. and we'll, I'm we'll glad I told Joe to put his live stream. Yeah, I already I already knew. I already yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So just just in case again, one more time, here's here's because oh. I know people I know people uh, have commented about about all the goings on around me when we record. So um, there so we go. The other thing I got something. So we talk about like the weird random stuff we get on eBay or whatever that goes with costumes or props or whatever. So I got two of these. Oh, so did Taylor. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so this is called a, a, a rolly kit. I'd actually never heard of these, but I, so um, if you, it opens up and it unrolls. And it's this oh. like, it's, I mean, when it's completely unrolled, it's massive and it's got all these compartments inside. But if you watched in the kitchen, um, in uh, uh, what's her name's boyfriend's Shoot. kitchen, uh, there's two of these and they've got a couple greeblies on them or whatever. But um, <laughs> is it Tim's kitchen? to get Tim's one? Kitchen? <laughs> Ramey, do we want to talk about how many credits that cost, or is it? They they actually were not they weren't expensive. Oh, actually, okay. I think I I think I got these quick enough that the uh, that the Star Wars uh, tax uh, hadn't hadn't yeah. been applied yet. Uh, the question is who got who got a, a Polaroid camera before the tax went up? <laughs> uh, from you mean already gone up? You mean the weird the little one lens one from the first episode of? This is the, the astral navigator thing. It's a, it's a oh, right, and it's like practically straight up. <laughs> they just add a thing to it. So I've already modeled. I haven't printed them yet, but I modeled up the little greeblies that go on to this thing, and it's like there's two stacked on top of each other. So I'll get that put together in the next week or so. Nice. That's what I've been going. And uh, so that leaves tech. You're up. So I haven't uh, been building, but trying stuff on really. So I, you guys saw, I'm sure the pictures and, and I always share with you guys first before I post anything, but um, season five tech is done. <laughs> it was just season four, like 10 minutes ago. No, it's on season five. Um, no, it's, it's cool. So, so like I said, last week, Ramey helped me 
he basically designed the front, uh, what looks like ab armor. And, uh, and I wanted to try everything on. So, uh, I did took some photos. It actually is looking pretty good. I, I think it's close, but then, uh, as soon as I make that post on Instagram, somebody sends me a, a, a grab, a screen grab that I had not seen yet. And so there's, a, there's a minor adjustment. So I shared that with, with the, with the group and, uh, Ramey's like, I'm on it. And he quickly turned it around. And so right now on the printer is, uh, that new piece. So, um, that's going. And, um, and I think I'm, I mean, that's, I think I'm close, you know, I'm, but we need, we need more, more pictures, but, um, but that's it really Cl- close uh, is an understatement, brother. <laughs> it yeah. looks really good. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think what I am going to do is that the parts that I do know, like the shoulders and, and everything else, I'm going to really dial in the paint now. Cause I haven't, I just quickly just hit it really as fast as I could just to get the idea. But now I'm going to get really detailed and try to look at the images and get the, you know, the certain angles of, of nicks and gashes and stuff that you see on the show. Well, at least that we have in the, in the trailer, I'm going to try to do, do that now. Cause that's, that part's fun, but yeah, that's it. Nothing really more than that. I hope your character is like the Sabine of bad batch where you just get a new costume every season. <laughs> no, I hope not. <laughs> so, so far, I think Multiple. they're all Sabine. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. far. Yeah. We definitely need some more trailers, especially like this, uh, January. So maybe December, November, I hope. I hope we get something. Lord of the Batch. Yeah, yeah, but that's it. Um, Steven, uh, did you did you oh, were yeah. able to? Oh, yeah. uh, I didn't get much building done, but my wife's <laughs> my wife's first BBB came in today. Nice. Oh, um, so there was finally a giant package uh, at the front door, not for me. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so after the show, we're gonna get that opened up and. We're gonna start fitting the armor onto her and start trimming and you know that whole that whole deal. So that's about it. Oh, and and I'll I'll say also because uh, we three of us did this. Uh, we went out and got some photos with Mark. That's what we we were gonna mention and we never did. Um, oh, that's and, right. There you go, John. Thanks. Yeah. And uh, Tech, thank you for bringing us those sour patch zombies. They were yes. Really I can't find them anywhere, so you're my only source for them at this point. Um, I took them but, all. I, yeah, I yeah. You got like a whole, all, whole case, right? Yeah. I literally pulled them all out of Target. It's <laughs> funny. Oh, at Target. Oh, I'll check Target. Anyway, um, so yeah, we, we took some photos. We hung out with Mark, and we we got really good photos, um, like we always do when we shoot with him. Uh, and like we said earlier, Mark's a really cool dude, uh, part of the Legion. He troops, and he also takes pictures of folks. So yeah. Um, yeah. Mark's literally messaging me right now, like, "Is this live on YouTube? I want to watch." <laughs> I'm like, it's not live, brother. Yeah, not live, <laughs> Mark. No, nah, that's cool. Mark. We, we we met Callisto, Noodle, um, and then Ramy. I finally got to see like three of your mandos. You you brought. I, I love that you brought three. Cause yeah, Ramy brought three mandos. Awesome. I, so I brought two. Joe brought his one, and Callisto brought Mark- her Bo Katan. Mark's watching yeah. on my live, so he just said, yo. Oh, <laughs> perfect. Hey, Mark. I told him I told hey, him you're on the live. So. Hey, hey, hey. We were just talking he about you. He can't hear you. So I let Mark, you know, Mark, Mark shows <laughs> he up. And he's, he's got, he's got these, uh, these new toys. He's like, I got some new toys. I want to try them out. I haven't had a chance to try them. He's, there's these light wand things. And so oh, like those a, are great. Like a big, long wand. that has got LEDs on it and you can yeah. dial it into any color you want. And so he, you know, you could, 
you could position it at different places and, and get those lighting effects and stuff. So uh, actually, those were cool. They used that on the Star Cruiser for the portrait session. Ah, we actually, cool. We actually oh, ended up buying nice. one afterwards as well. It's, it's, it's really good for lighting costume. Yeah. yeah. We, we shot with a guy John and I did in the, in the, um, the Yellow Boys in a waxer oh, and boil. Yeah. That Remember that like, dude? He, he had them on stands. And that was, yep. a, that was a long but, time but, ago. But those were just white. They were white. Yeah. And, and they yeah. were they were a lot thinner. These were like very robust, very uh mm. they had like a back. I just remember he had a lot of them. He had like four of them. Yeah, like, he had four like set up like a like yeah. a square it's, sort it's of has, yeah. it's it's long like a lightsaber. It literally has flags that are built into it. So you can yep. that's cool. you can aim light. it a little bit. Yeah. Change it angle. LED has pretty has cool. a remote with your camera that you can just basically change all the colors you, re- you yeah. remember back in the in the 80s when 3d like first came out 3d glasses i think i think my first movie i saw 3d was in the drive-in this is i'm dating myself now and it was jaws 3d um and and they gave out these 3d glasses and the 3d glasses back then had one red lens and one yeah. blue lens <laughs> so weird and, and i i swear if you look at some of the photos that i'll that i'll probably hit on instagram this week <laughs> yeah straight yeah. up 3d glasses yeah everybody could everybody could pick two colors basically so um yeah joe's was yeah red and blue so yeah mark's like pick two colors like all right blue and this or yellow and that let's say you guys look good man i was definitely jealous had missed some fomo you, missed you man yeah thanks you know we could photoshop though i mean i have no photos right. in my man though we'll, we'll put you we, on I, our inner hand or something I mean, I, I did take uh, Stephen's um, uh, stormtrooper head and, and attached it to his uh, real life wrecker body, and uh, so I can I can do it. I can do some editing. Love it. Oh, and just a reminder, Joe, I have your Mando armor, and Stephen, I have oh, yeah. your uh, Iden Versio helmet. Dude, thanks for saving me, man. My car was yeah. If my so that's another thing. A little uh, plug or not plug, but a pro tip: don't leave your armor in the car for a long period of time because it, it could get jacked up especially yeah. if it's 3d printed not yeah. any armor yeah, yeah. even if it's yeah especially um, if it's 3d printed not any but some stuff there's definitely i think we did uh any dude any palm palm springs comic-con Ramy, you remember that it Oof. was like super hot and i brought my Ugh. vader and like it was hot hey we're gonna go eat after it was hot that it was, was hot. hot it was hot and it was like we're like, oh, let's go eat. Uh, like the girls wanted to go eat. And I was like, I don't know if I want to leave this in the car. It's not a good idea. So I have, I have brought BB-8 into a restaurant and sat him at the table with us because I was <laughs> not about to leave him in a car. <laughs> so John, John saved me because uh, when I went to the golf tournament, I, I didn't come straight home because I was so far north. So he took it from me. And uh, thank yeah. you, John. I'll, I'll pick it's, it up later. Appreciate it's it. safe at my house. Yeah. Yeah. You can you can troop in it if you want. I don't know. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna substitute it for my armor. See what happens. <laughs> it's just, all these pictures are gonna show up, and he's got half his armor. I'm gonna on, call Mark yours. next week. Yeah, like hey, we just mix do it all shoot. up. Yeah, just I'm, no, I'm gonna up. just do all his armor except for the helmet. <laughs> I don't have that. I like a super evil like stepbrothers like thought in my head right now. So, <laughs> but I'm oh, gonna make dude, guys, everything's gonna be upside on down. Your armor, <laughs> guys. We're we're getting. We're getting reports of something coming in. We're being hailed. This encryption's new. This might take a while. That was smooth. Yeah. So <laughs> slick. Um, quick, 
Quick news this week, not not a lot, which is uh, good because we've got a guest and we want to want to spend some extra time with him. But um, so, uh, Justin, at Disneyland this past weekend, uh, did you guys spend any time over in California Adventure, or were you just over in the Disneyland Park? We did. We did okay. So did you did you visit over like the Fisherman's Wharf area that was over there? I think we did. Yeah. So I, not Star Wars related, but uh, but the one bit of news that we've got is they had announced that uh, they're going to revamp that whole Fisherman's Wharf area at Disneyland. And it's going to be uh, redone as San Francisco from Big Hero 6. Ooh, yes. Yes, I've heard that. So there will be a Baymax meet and greet, and they'll have shopping and dining. They haven't announced if there's any rides yet, but uh, hopefully there is. Because that I, uh, un- underrated movie. That thing's great. So. It's a great movie. Great I love movie. Baymax. Solid movie. I haven't seen it. Love Baymax. Ah, all right. There's your John, homework. Did you say you haven't seen it? Hunter's hard drive next week, then. <laughs> Hunter has not seen it. it. Amy would maybe sit through half of it. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe not. I don't know, man. It's cute. It's good. She runs the house. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> oh, man. But that's actually it. That, it was a quiet, quiet. That's it? It was a quiet Star Wars week this week. So. Dang. It's all, oh, we wow. all we got. That I, was the breaking news. I, I tried. <laughs> I, I, yeah, yeah. I, I tried to find stuff, and it's just like it's just going to be more. It, the only thing in the news, other than that, was uh, Andor, and we're going to talk about that. So, well, speaking of Andor, let's go ahead and get into that. George has this hopeful story, and it's something that he's reiterated most times. I've seen him, uh, you know, after we've been making things uh, without him, is remember to make these stories hopeful. Remember to give that to kids because they really need it. All right, guys, we are going to get into our episode review and or episode six, The Eye. Now, fair warning, if you haven't seen this episode yet, you're probably going to want to pause this show and go watch it and then come back or skip ahead like 10 or 15 minutes. But uh, guys, that's today's episode, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Just make sure. Well, yesterday, if you <laughs> are listening year. today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But really, yeah. if you're not waiting until like midnight or 3 a.m. to watch it, what are you even doing with your life? Living, so, working, oh, yeah. <laughs> <Stuff>. <laughs> eating, things, family. All right, so episode, episode six, The Eye. Uh, guys, this was the like, eye. this is episode three. Three, this is the third episode of the arc, the current arc. Um, this was the intense spy thriller I think that we've all been waiting for. Nonstop, edge of your seat spy action from beginning to end. Um, the episode starts with Nemec and Andor. They're talking up in the hills. Nemec is super nervous about the mission. Um, you know, a fantastic acting. I, I had to like, I literally said that out loud. I was like, man, this kid can act. And at the end of their conversation, uh, a little foreshadowing Andor says, you can sleep when it's done. Mm. And sleep. He did. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, he ain't waking up. Yeah. He ain't waking uh, up. I'll start. Whatever. Uh, like, like Stephen <laughs> said, it, it was very action-packed and very suspenseful. And uh, it, it, you know, I, I, we're doing spoilers, right? Yeah. Uh, when yep, go for um, it. 
when the group of them four kind of like decided like, all right, like, are we going? Are we not? Are we going? Are we not? Like, you know, like oh ready gosh. to bail. Yeah. I was like, ah, the tension was building up. And then when they decide to reveal themselves to the empire, you know, uh, you know, to the, to the group there. Oh man. Yeah. And, and poor, poor, uh, poor kid. What was his name? Nemec. 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 Yeah. He, 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 he almost made it out. He almost made it out. After that initial conversation, um, really, it's it's Nemec professing his his manifesto, and then they kind of begin their march through the through the uh, the hills, the through the, the mountains, mountain. the valley, um, to to go to that monument, to the highest point yeah. where the the lookout is for the eye, which is the the celestial um, show that everyone's going to be watching. Um, and then we cut to the empire. The commandant is talking with the now seen imperial scientific um, VIP, mm-hmm. and they're talking about how throughout the twelve years that they've been on Aldani, they've systematically figured out a way how to take the numbers of the Aldani's who pilgrimage to this this eye um, event. Uh, they look awesome, those- by the way. I want that outfit. <laughs> Did did one of the dudes look like Brian Cranston to you guys? The the main dude? I thought I'm like, oh, it's uh the homeboy from Breaking Bad. He's coming in. <laughs> they looked really comfortable. I wanted their getup. The like, clothes were sure. dope. Sorry. But it looked Sorry, totally Steve. like Brian Cranston. Yeah. <laughs> and it wasn't him, but it looked like him. And then when they were doing the translations and he's like, wait, what? Yeah, and he looked tell him? like that's not what I said. It's like just tell him. It's that, like dude. He, he knew. He knew. Yeah, yeah. He, so okay, so so the Empire has figured out how to get this um a, really it's a religious experience for them. Get their numbers down from fifteen thousand to just a few hundred. Uh and the Empire is so proud of themselves. The the show's cutting back and forth between the Aldanis and and our uh, band of rebels. Uh, and during this walk, when it cuts back to our group, uh, it's revealed that Barcona is a former stormtrooper. And that was cool. they're like, oh, you should have seen when Vel found out. Um, and this kind of like, for me, that kind of, you know, as a Star Wars fan, I was just always like, no, the first stormtrooper to break ranks was Finn. But I mean, we see that now they're establishing stormtroopers were breaking ranks yeah. from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, because that was a cool moment. They might join under false pretenses, or or they make them do things that are you know questionable, or, or you know. Well, there are yeah. I mean, there was there was uh, mutiny, Slaughter, right? In people, this whole yeah. episode, yeah. talking about him, he used to be in a stormtrooper, and then the other like officer guy, like trying to be a part of the a part of the uh, the whole operation. The whole episode was crazy. The black armor looked <laughs> awesome. I mean, yeah, oh, my. I, my take was, you know, I I kind of had a theory that something's going to go wrong. You know, it like it felt like it, mm-hmm. it, we we're, we're, you know, we're in the middle of the episode count at this point, you know, and it, if it just gone off perfectly, something was going to, you know, then it, it wouldn't set the tone that they've been trying to set, you know. And so, so many moments because of how well they built these characters and how kind of invested we've all become in all of them. That, you know, who's going to trip out? Who's going to, you know, who's going to potentially cause an issue? And then when the Aldani came, I thought that maybe they had had a coup that they were going to try, you know, because it kind of had this feeling that they're going to do something and it's just going to accidentally get in the way of what they were doing. 
but so many amazing moments and and how it ended up. I thought from a, just a nerd Star Wars perspective, we've never really seen a Tie Fighter pilot, dude. Into that was Tie Fighter insane, to, you know, and, and kind of mess around and and. So as a Empire, you know, member of the Empire myself, you know, it was, it was really cool to see somebody functionally that wasn't uh, created by CGI get into a TIE fighter, start messing around with that stuff. But uh, the, just, you know, the entire event, how, how it all pulled through the eye and everything, it, it really was. Um, and, and I don't know if any of you guys watch Screen Crush. Screen Crush is like another YouTube thing. And the guy sometimes can be a little annoying, but but. He, he does an incredible job of breaking down like moments and how they can do foreshadowing and everything. He does mm. a great job with Marvel. If you've never read all the comics, which I don't think any human could possibly do, he's able to pull all of the little nuggets out of any given episode of whatever they're putting out. But, uh, you know, he talked about all the, you know, the foreshadowing or the, the symbolism of, of, you know, the fire and when the fire gets put out, but then the new light and, and just, Oh, there. And Raimi's nice already story. got, he's so, already done so, so you've he already submitted it into it but that's the next thing on the printer but whatever. he submitted it yesterday yeah, yeah. anyway but, but I, I just I, <laughs> I think that this show is as impressive as we probably will ever get from a writing and character perspective and it's going to be hard for you know anything else to to top but i'm sure they're going to do our best and try you know, everyone everyone always comments about how slow the show is or this and that, but I'm like, this is good storytelling and it's using the medium of streaming or TV or whatever to finally like stretch out a story and tell a, yeah. a whole story that's not limited to two, two hours, hours or three movies yeah. or whatever. With, with weekly releases. I mean, this is how programs were when most of us are old enough to remember that we would watch a show. And they would leave you hanging, and then you had to wait to the next week, and you had to wait to the next week, and you had to wait to the next, and they kind of like went and went and went. And this is bringing back that energy which we've talked about before, that I really appreciate because, you know, shows come out and it's like, oh, there's 14 hours of content for you to watch whenever you can sit down and watch it all. Mm-hmm. It's fun, but like this draw out and last episode we talked last week. It was the buildup. It was the buildup for this episode. And this episode was like sitting on a bed of needles. Like it was just, it was just constantly things were going on. And as soon as they hit the trail and they were the squad and they were like, okay, we're faking it. And I could see the kid just struggling with it. I was like, oh no. I just like, just like Justin said, you were like, oh no, something's going on. Something's going to go wrong. What's going to go wrong? What's going to happen? Uh, and then when that the battle on the inside happened, when they were stealing it and everything was just so just in your face and everything, like what's going to happen? You know, in my mind, I'm sitting there going, okay, well, we know Cassian gets away, right? We know that. Like, <laughs> but like, who's all going to die, you know? And seeing that tension between, I'm horrible with the names, whatever. The guy they were holding hostage. Well, the, okay. The- so, <laughs> so Commandant, so I'm, yes. I'm trying to back up here a little yeah, bit. Yeah. So yeah. after after it was revealed that Barcona was a stormtrooper, yes. then we cut to the commandant and he's getting ready for the ceremony. Um, and it was so funny because it was like he couldn't get his uniform on. He couldn't get his belt on. <laughs> 
and his wife yeah. says perhaps so you've expanded, expanded right and i was just like dude this guy's having every problem that every cosplayer has ever had oh, we're just like can you like can you check my sash can, like it's not fitting right what's wrong with this i think thing? you it's been condensed <laughs> yeah yeah like it's been shrunk yeah. no it was, it was just you it was awesome and i mean, i don't know yeah it's been condensed Tie pilots rejoice. That was amazing. Dude, that was, that was awesome. so sick. Just Watch watching them climb into yeah. their fighters as the eye is piercing in the background. Dude, that yeah. scene was so good. Oh, and so I good. was just what Justin said. That's what I was thinking of was them climbing in, flipping the switches, getting red. I was like, oh my God, we've never seen this. It's always just been oh. them flying, you know, yeah, like just, this. Uh, like that's all we've ever seen. Like seeing that start to finish. Um, and then I'll, my thing, I, I left with this whole episode theory and I really theory. hope it, I really hope it comes to, comes to light, but like the relationship between Andor and what's his name? The kid. Ske- uh, uh, Nimic. Nimic. The relationship they were building, the manifesto. He passes away. Spoiler. He passes we'll, away. We'll talk about that next, yeah. But B- before he passed away, when they were flying away, when they were escaping, and he was like, "Climb!" Oh, I was all, no. "Oh sh!" And then when he died, and then she's like, "Oh, here's his manifesto." I, I think it's getting it. uploaded into K two SO. I think K two SO is this kid through a robot and I, I i i say that because when i heard the climb part i was like bro like why are they doing that and then i think at one point in time i was looking up the cast for andor and homeboys in it k2so can't remember his name yeah he's he's gonna be in yeah, season two next year i mean what what about climb was significant to you is that something that k2 said in, last, in rogue, he says it in rogue, rogue one. one yeah when when uh, he, when at the when very end jen and when when jen and and cassian are are pulling the data and he's like the thing breaks the arm breaks and he's like you need to climb climb okay climb climb you can still send the plans to the fleet if they open the shield gate, you can broadcast from the tower. Locking the vault door now. Okay. Goodbye. And they jump out to climb. So I was like, maybe. I hope it's. Wow. And it kind of makes sense because him and that kid were like building a little relationship and they kind of had, they started to have this connection. So from the start, he was like, yeah, I'm happy you're here. You know, happy to have you here. You know, happy to have you help. Whatever. Yeah. He was always. Uh, and I won't talk about anything else because I don't want to ruin it because I just took up that whole half that segment. So <laughs> that's but the end. I mean, that's the end what we're doing. Was, we'll talk about it. Well, I mean, uh, we can skip forward a little bit. So he you know, they, 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 you know, our, 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 re- our rebel group, they, this, they pull off their heist. They've stolen the 80 million credits from the empire and, you know, the ship. The cargo ship blasts off. Nemec gets crushed by a pallet of the credits. And they zoom in on his face the moment he gets crushed. And you can literally see his spine break. Because he's like, I can't feel my legs. I can't feel my legs. And they do the Star Wars version of Pulp Fiction straight in the chest. Yep. 
with the with with their version of like adrenaline or something. Um, yeah, and then he just says, "Climb, climb, climb," and then dive, which it, it kind dive. of made and climb again. Yeah. yeah, and then we see the our our beloved Tie Fighters just get picked off, annihilated by one <laughs> by the yeah. eye, just took Wrecked. them apart. Those crystals. Yeah. Then we fast forward to afterwards, and they've you know they've made the decision to to try and save Nemec instead of meeting at their rendezvous point. So they make a detour. They go on, they're on this planet where we see like a four armed kind of like version of, of Maz Kanata mixed with John Favreau's character from solo. I think I know what species that really is. And I don't know if there is a name for it, but isn't it not the holiday special person? <laughs> I'm serious. Man, I hope so. That's it. When I saw when I saw more because you know, more humanoid, right? Like yeah. you know, yeah. Kinda, thought, yeah. the first thing I went back to was, oh my god, they totally canonized Whipster, uh, <laughs> Harvey Corman, or whoever it was. You know, that's awesome. Yeah. Anyway, um, but then we that. see we see uh, Andor and Skeen, and they're having their conversation outside of the the medical bay, and Skeen is trying to just he flips. And he's trying to convince Andor to steal everything, all 80 million credits. He's like, 40, 40 million each. And Andor's like, well, what about your brother? And he's like, oh, I never had a brother. I didn't have anything. I'm just basically just here for the money. What, what about the rebellion? And, yeah, he's like, you're not here for the rebellion? He's like, no, no, no. Just trying to get paid. I mean, even his name is like Skeen. Yeah, you know, like, like scumbag. Um, <laughs> and then classic Cassian Andor style. Just whips out his briar pistol, shoots him, no question asked, Han Solo style. It still bothers him. Yeah. I mean, he's it, he's not oh like yeah. he's not a psychopath. Yeah. He's not he doesn't get a thrill he did out of it. For the right somebody. reason. Yeah. He just knows he has but to. I, yeah. I mean he he but considered he him bad. a threat. Yeah. He identified Skeen as a as a threat and just yep. immediately But it looks bad, out. right? When when he goes in to tell Vel, he's like, hey, uh, I'm gonna get my payment and I'm gonna bounce. He's like, "Hey, you! Like, I'm gonna buy your ship for thirty whatever." And he's like, ah, "Excuse me," and it's like, "It's like, where's Skeeter, whatever?" And uh, they're like, Skeeter. "Oh, you know, Skeeter. yeah." yeah. Is this Fraggle Rock or uh, hey, Muppet yeah. Show? What is no, it's Doug. What yeah. What is that? What does that say about Andor's character? Right? Because I mean, well, like his 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 internal character. He did a bad thing. But but he did it for the right reasons. Yeah. Yeah, he's got access to eighty million credits, and he's just like, I just want what I was promised. My my two hundred. He could have easily said yes, uh, right? Yeah. yeah. He could have been like, all right, let's crystal. go. Yeah. So he gives. Yeah. So yeah, Vel is just so. Uh, um, Give this to your friend. Skeptical. She's trying to put it all him. together. Yeah. Right. But her guard completely shuts down she once he hands over yep. the Kyber crystal. The blue kyber. And then she hands she hands she says, Wait, he insisted you have this. And it was Nemec's manifesto. K2SO. <laughs> so I I don't know if they had talked about it or if they fully mentioned it in the previous episode, but the manifesto doesn't just have his ideals in it. It's it's got everything in there, right? It's got coordinates of of other cells. It's got uh, navigation. It's got everything. Right. Everything that Nemec knew is in there. And you know what, Crosshair? That might you might be onto something. It's got everything in there. Dude, it, Star when, path. When, when when she 
gave him the manifesto, I looked at Tori and was all, I think it's great too. And she was like, <laughs> she, cause she kind of like had the same feeling too at the same time. And I was like, if that, it makes sense. It totally makes sense. Like they'll if find they a took way that to, manifesto and download it in K2SO. They'll like, find a way to integrate it. Because it's paper, because, right? Because K2SO had like had like, like a, a personality journal. and like a connection with Cassian. So it would like totally make sense. But but wasn't um, it a book? Wasn't wasn't it like a, a yeah, it's a journal. Paper. Okay. It was a journal. Because he sure said he likes like to write. A plug or something. Okay. Yeah. No, it, it, he he writes when he's when he's nervous. Um when he can't sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Um the the other thing that was funny about this episode is how many people got murked and like Dude. like shot really gnarly and there's not even like a mark. <laughs> like and I'm not I'm not complaining about it, but like when uh when the kid shot the dude that was choking out Cassian, he like shot him in the face and it was like nothing. He shot him in the back, right? Or no in the, the back. Yeah. Like no. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean Cassian smoked the dude, the the first guy, the the officer that got popped by the girl coming down the ladder, like shot right in the, there's just not even like a, they couldn't even put like a, like a black mark or something. <laughs> like, I mean, all right, let, funny. let me, uh, let me finish up these bullet points and we can uh, finish talking about it. Um, so <laughs> after, after the manifesto handoff, uh, we cut to the ISB is now on full alert. Part of Gat, major part of Gats, uh, assembles the entire, uh, command staff. Um, and he's like, everybody is staying here until midnight. I want full reports. We are going to find out everything. And then we uh, we then cut to the Senate. Uh, we see Mon Mothra um, <laughs> pleading. <laughs> Big ass moth. We, we see Mon Mothma uh, pleading. <laughs> she's she's pleading for the Gormans. It's kind of her her current mission that she's trying to plead for in the Senate. Uh, it's empty. The Senate is just completely barren for the senators that are there. Uh, she notices that none of them are paying attention to what she's saying. They're walking um, out. That, that there's, there's ones walking out. And at first I felt like she took offense to it, but then she saw her data pad was, was going off. And then her eyes get big when she sees that there's some breaking news. Mm-hmm. On the uh, on the data pad, and then now we cut to uh, Luthen's store where a customer is saying, "Hey, do you have anything that's Aldani?" And Luthen's just like, "Huh? Uh, what?" From what? And he says, "Why would you ask that?" Yeah. And the the uh, customer is kind of like reading their their version of the newspaper, and he's just like, "Hey, look at these these rebels! They just they took Aldani back and stole everything." And Luthen goes to the back room and he's just laughing his ass off. But before that, yeah, he he looked upset. He was like, oh, like, you know, in public, he was kind of like, oh, no, like this attack. Right. And yeah, and as soon as he walked back, he was transformed. He did it. Yeah. His mission succeeded. Yeah. You know, the, the whole galaxy is reading this breaking news on their version of, of the hollow net or whatever. But for me, it was like, okay, yeah, you know, the, the 80 million credits, it, it's going to help you know, fund the rebellion and, and, you know, what, what, what Mon Mothma and, and Luthen were talking about last episode. But I think more importantly, and I think this is what the ISB was really worried about is that it's sending a message now throughout the galaxy that, that, that blood has been drawn, that they are vulnerable. 
No, and that, and that and, a small, yeah, yeah. yes, yes, that. Go that, ahead, go ahead, that, John. No, yeah, that, 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 that a group of you know whatever seven people can go and do do all this damage. Look, look what seven people can do. You know, I, I, imagine a, a, a hundred or a thousand, whatever. You know, so so you know it's building momentum for the rebellion and getting people to look. And obviously, it's a big event that they had a lot of money stolen, whatever. So all the rebels or the people that are thinking about turning are like, oh, look at that. Seven people did that, you know. Hey, maybe maybe it's possible. Whatever, but yeah, go on. Sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead. That that was it. That 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 it, it's it's big news. You know, it's on every data pad. Everyone's reading it, and and so that's what that that was my thought at least. That you know, I'm I'm wondering who this is going to bring out now in the night in the future episodes. Well, we we know Saw's coming at some point. Kind of like he'll probably be like, "Hey, I want to join." You know, you, you guys are you know making waves. Let's go blow blow some stuff up. I, I listen. I think I think you know we obviously have seen saw saw come up. You know, and I don't know. I feel like Aaron Kellyman wasn't just representing Willow when she was on on mm. the on the. Yeah, you know, I agree. Stephen and I noticed that and said the same thing that day. And and uh, you know, look, I I think that this is this is going to be an incredible story that's going to unfold i mean let's let's be real about it we're six episodes into 24 <laughs> there's so many more episodes six episodes into 24 where is this going yeah you know and that, that they say are gonna just like rogue one let us right into episode four they're gonna say they said this is gonna lead us right into rogue one and so you know i i'm down and i don't care how slow they want it to be i've been quoted yeah. before to say if it was a two-hour movie of jar jar binks just farting on screen i would still watch it <laughs> wait but, but hold on but, <laughs> That that means the whole crew's coming, right? Uh, right. Um, and um, oh. Chirrut and uh, who, who else? Yeah, obviously K two S O. I about I doubt they're in it. No, Listen, I mean I, season two. Those guys are in Jeddah. Right? Think you look, think I, they don't go? The partisans are there too, right? No, you never know. So I mean, there could never be a side story for, for the you know the uh, the wills. The, we know yeah. we're going to see two tubes and all that, but I think, I mean, when, when I'm watching this, um, Andor is also being recruited for something bigger, right? Because he's going right. to become a spy. Correct. And you don't just say, hey, I want to be a spy. You don't just stick your hand up in the air and say, I want to be that. Yeah, um, well, homie's coming, coming after him after this. Guaranteed. The, the, that's right, why I think the, the mission was a test, yeah. The writers of the show, right, weren't they tied into Born Legacy or, or Born, Supre- Born Supremacy and all those, right? So... So the writers of this are smart and they're looking at like real world type um, of how things work in, in that mis- other part of the world that most people don't realize is people get vetted uh, to get into those types of jobs and roles mm-hmm. and you are vetted and then you're vetted again and you're vetted again and again and again and again and maybe the, the fifth time then you are now in, right? Um, and this is this is what we're seeing is this evolution of of um, of him being vetted in, in, a, in a major way. He could have took the money and ran. I mean, he could have easily did oh. it, but he passed. He passed the first test. And uh, and so it's interesting to see. I mean, it's so rad. I love I, it. This is advanced storytelling from what we've seen with typical Star Wars. And, and I don't want to downplay or say that what we've seen is not good. No, that's not what I'm saying at all. So please hear what I'm saying with this comment is that this is really advanced. Um, it's 
these are big, big themes. And I'm really excited to see where it's going next because you're right. We're just halfway through. Ooh, so good. So good. Tori and I had that talk when she was like, how many episodes are there? Like, I think there's like quite a bit. Fewer than the Lord of the Rings thing. Fewer yeah. than a... Oh, let's talk about Lord of the Rings well, of next, Power. Next week, yeah. No. Next week, we're on that next week. <laughs> we, 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 we skipped my segment uh, to have you on, Justin. So. Oh, but my but usually we, we, power. Usually we, we bring something so up So thank you, Justin. Thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. In a good way. In a good way. In a good way. Happy to have you. Between here, Andor always. and Rings of Power, the weeks are just... Yeah, we're we're loving Rings of and they're Power. They're like here matching. On, on the they're like bed. matching. Although Rings of Power now is like a week ahead. Dude, Andor, Andor Rings Andor of energy, Power, but and yeah. watching John Chrome everything in sight, like those three things. <laughs> are oh, man, that's the best episode right there. Daredevil and She Hulk was like pretty yeah. cool for a second. I, I, I enjoyed that episode. Too. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, I'm just I'm I'm excited to see when we get the cameo of Borgullet. 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 Because you know he's got to be in here, right? We're going to see Saw. He's going to make somebody uh, break and uh, not lie. He's going to, oh, he's going to do it to Andor. Put his tentacles on Andor's skull. I think, I think we're going to, there is no light. A lot of really cool building content. You know, I mean, and I don't know if this is the trend. So it's episode one, episode two, then the climax of that, you know, trifecta, I guess. But, But that's a good format for me. I like it. We've got company. You want to sit with us? That's never happened before. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, next to next to John's intro is the best intro. <laughs> so good. Bad batch in the in the you know. So Justin, we've yeah. got some questions for you. Okay. Um, and I think Joe, you've got the first question lined up. Uh oh. Um, yeah, I, I do. Um, and so we now we know that you have twelve costumes because, uh, you know, I think Ramy did the research, and then you also shared which one was your favorite. But when trooping with the Fam Jam, is there a certain like like uh, group of costumes that you all wear, or is it every person for themselves, mm-hmm. or what's it like? Because this is the Dad Batch, and we're always yeah. here to hear stories about Fam. So I will tell you that um, we approach the whole thing from a family affair and we do our best whenever we're cosplaying anything, um, whether it be Star Wars, Halloween or, or um, one of the other family groups, uh, Rebel Legion, whatnot. We try to do our best to coordinate. So, for example, uh, you may see us sometimes as Princess Leia Han Solo and little Kylo Ren, you know, um, that's been done a lot uh, when we are in you know, episode or original trilogy era costumes. Generally we'll put him, uh, Jack in either a biker scout or a, or a short trooper, uh, that he has. And so, yeah, so it's, it's a family affair. We do try to coordinate the best we can. And, you know, I was, I've been trying to make a hunter for over a year now. I just haven't found files that I like yet, um, that I could, you know, really get to approval level without lots of modification. Um, and, and hence making it a little easier. But the intention was to build an entire bad batch and use our ironic little wrecker, you know? So, but yes, that's, it is a family affair and we, we love doing it together. We love uh, going to all these events together. He's been in the galactic Academy since he was three years old, you know? Um, so, 
and has like, that was such a such a treat to see Wrecker. Um, and yeah. when we went to Star Wars Celebration at the at the uh, the the costume competition, yeah. and between between uh, him and Indy Speeders Tech, oh my gosh, like I'm so good. I'm so glad you all got called out and and actually were recognized. Oh my gosh! It was yeah, so we, uh, you know when when we entered Jack early on, and I remember you know there's a little competitive nature, so I was like, oh, I wonder what other kids are going to to be in this. And there's a little guy that does the Mandalorian or did the Mandalorian, I forget his name on on his Instagram, and makes incredible Logan. 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 Yeah. Logan. Um, and, and just incredible cosplay. I was like, oh, they'd probably be there. That'd be really cool. And then Indy popped up and it was obviously the picture of you guys, you know, together. <laughs> and, and from never, never contacted them, never, you know, had, had seen them only just lusted over of all the stuff that they do together. Um, you know, I, I, I felt this great passion to, to have them hook up and, and whether they were competing or whatever, just that. If they could share the stage together, Jack had already won. Jack had won with his uh, short trooper in Chicago. And for me, this was not about a competition. This was literally just about having fun. It's like, just give the prize to someone else. It's not It's not Jack's to take. Um, but but when we found out Indy wasn't in it, that just, to me, just didn't feel right. And so I, Ramey, uh, Nick pulled some strings and we were able to get Indy on stage with Jack and made it a group thing and... I mean, I look at, I, there's not a day that goes by that I don't get a smile from seeing the picture on my desk of the two of them together. <laughs> it's so good. I was, and Andy, I was, Andy just stole the stage. Oh my goes gosh, she did. And starts waving and waving and she was very tired at that point. Uh, <laughs> you know, and, and so I think her mom was a little like, you this could go either way, you know, and, and, yeah. uh, but it just stole the stage and it was, it was just a great moment. She, um, her, her parents, uh, uh, Juan and Emily are like the the best, the best, fantastic um, people, incredible parents, really, really good. And I watched them. I was lucky enough to do that photo shoot with them ahead of time. And um, and it's funny because they'd never done a professional shoot before. And and so I'm like, hey, uh, Mark, could we do this for Indy and uh, and partner with with their family? And he's like, dude, this would this would be this would be amazing, right? So I really got to meet them. And then um, it's so awesome. It's when you like we we get excited when we put on armor. Um, and she gets super excited putting it on, but then it's like a wall, right? The wall hits and and then the weight of these, of these 3d parts on a little tiny body starts sinking in. And I don't know how Jack feels with, with all that. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard. I mean, that, that record backpack and everything weighs more than he does. That was awesome. That was a super fun time. Yeah. That was a good time. That was yeah. a blast. But seeing when they when they got called all back on stage and Indy was like super excited, tons of energy. She's waving the crowd and oh, it was good, good times. All right. <laughs> That's what all it's right, all Justin. about. Yes, uh, I got a question for you. Um, what is the biggest challenge that you face as the leader of such a diverse global organization? Being the leader of a diverse global organization, I mean, is is really what it comes down to. <laughs> so, I mean, listen, the five hundred first is is unlike really many things in this world. I and mean, we're like a United Nations of cosplayers, you know, and, uh, you know, there are different organizations that have different chapters of cosplaying around the world and they're very big locally, but, but the international, you know, forum level is, doesn't exist in, in the same way as it does here. 
you know, and and at the end of the day, you've got fifteen thousand people that that approach this from very different perspectives, you know. And some people come to troop, you know, that this is that they just like the social club aspect of it, and and that they want to just be together. Some people come for the merchandise. Some people come because they just love building costumes. Some people come because they love building many many costumes. Um, so everyone kind of approaches it from a very different. Uh, perspective and 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 some people this is you know let's not discount this because it's one of the primary i mean 79 percent of the people from what i know from our survey uh came for this reason and that was charity you know that this is their soup kitchen the idea of putting on their costume and being able to make people smile and actually do something good for their communities um inspires them to be here you know so when you take all that and you and you throw it across the world you just got a lot of different people and and it's it's a beautiful thing it can be a challenging thing but at the end of the day there's nothing else like it and we should all be really proud of the fact that that there's been one common thread one movie well one set of movies and tv shows now that we all found enough interest in to spend a lot of money and a lot of our time uh investing in and coming together you know and and i look at it i i think of all of the people around the world that i would never have ever met because it's different jobs different you know everything but this one thing bound us all together you know and and so from that perspective it's very you know when it gets tough i i simply think of that and think of the fact that you know we all came here for a some one of those purposes and somebody you know or or a little bit of all of those purposes and and that you know we really have probably more in common than we don't um but you know you're gonna get what you get when you have fifteen thousand people from around the world having a different opinion sometimes so so at the end of the day it's it's really just a very positive um thing to be a part of it's a very positive thing to to be leading we've got you know, it's it's been an interesting year because we didn't want to do too much Legion level distraction type of stuff because we want people to get out with their garrisons and trooping, you know, so we haven't had, you know, a big online event or anything yet, but it is actually coming. And I, I can't make an announcement here because we're going to do it in other other ways, but there will be um, a rallying point um, with a, a, a very cool charity backing uh, as we head towards the the latter part of the star wars holiday season um and and uh you know then we also are going to have a, a really neat thing you know a lot of a lot of um focus has been on mental health this year you know some you know we and and we all were talking about it before this started was you know that, that there were a lot of people that haven't gotten back out there and haven't um you know gotten back out and trooped and and there's a lot of reasons behind it and some of it is you know that that it's the pandemic was hard on people you know it was, it was hard you you some people probably had to sell their costumes some people may have lost interest and lost family members and and you know are dealing with other types of loss and and so you know being prioritizing getting back in a costume hasn't been number one um but we as a legion as a group of people that you know have this common ground there's opportunities for us to really address mental health as one of them. And we're going to have, I can say this, we're going to have a, a, a really neat webinar um, about mental health and on November 12th, I'm not going to say with who, uh, but a very strong light in the Star Wars community will be coming and talking to us. So so uh, that'll be a virtual event and and uh, hopefully the Legion will get a lot out of that. But, you know, it's 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 something that at the end of the year, I'm going to look at and say, it was worth doing. Um, it's been 
uh, it rewarding on so many levels, coming to Celebration, you know, working with the team that put on Celebration, working and meeting people from all over the world. I have a Camtono full of merchandise that was given, which I feel bad about to this day because I don't really do the merch thing. And so I never had any trades or anything and, and everybody's bringing this stuff to me and, and, and um, I will literally treasure every single one of these things for the rest of my life because it's just this amazing moment in time where hopefully I, I got to help unite the world in, in, in our world, our world, uh, and, and a little bit more joy of Star Wars. So that's what that's like. <laughs> Dude, that was awesome. That was great. <laughs> that was so good. Great answer. That was really, that was oh. really well put. Yeah. That was so I remember good. too, I, I gave you like uh, my wife and I's coin and you're all, I don't have anything. And I was like, I don't care. Like, I just want to give you something cool. <laughs> I literally, I, I mean, I, I, it's funny. Naomi and I opened up the Camtono, uh, just, uh, just recently and, um, looked at everything again. And I mean, there was, there was like literally etched. Um, there was someone who'd given us a stone thing that had a, uh, their logo and the 501st logo and it was etched in the thank you on the back. And I mean, you can't, you can't ever top experiences like this, you know? And yeah. uh, so it's been, it's been very, very rewarding. And I hope, you know, the Legion would be the same. That's awesome. Uh, I believe I'm next. And I think you, you, <laughs> you probably already covered it, um, but I'll definitely speaking as someone that, you know, I, I was in leadership for one year, uh, but uh, it was, it was, I actually really, you know, we all complain about all the stuff, whatever, but I, I did enjoy doing it. Uh, unfortunately, just for myself, my, personally, I just didn't have the time and had my own other issues go along with it. But um, what has been the most rewarding part of leading the club, which, like I said, you, you probably just highlighted quite a bit of that, but maybe <laughs> if you had something... <laughs> to touch on maybe or, right. or a moment or something. Well, honestly, there have been several moments and, and again, most, um, a, a lot of them happen, um, in private messages, you know, and, and, uh, words of encouragement, you know, and, and people that again, come from places that I, I never knew existed. You know, when we did the survey, you know, I, I, I reached out literally to 124, um, com commanders and, you know, you have the garrison list and you're going through it. And even as the Legion commanding officer, you don't really, I mean, I'm sure someone would tell me that, no, you should know this from day one, but, but at the end of the day, you don't know where the furthest reaches are, you know, and that there's people in Malta, you know, there's people out in the middle of the Pacific ocean and how far this really touches and how important it is to people's lives. Um, you know, it, it, and I take a lot of pride in the fact that, you know, We've had, you know, such such an amazing outpouring um, of support for the initiatives that we've done. You know, whether it was eleven thirty eight last year, which raised you know a good amount of money, um, you know, for for first or or at, at celebration, you know, going with Starlight. You know, it's just those moments are 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 just. I, I mean, I, I every one of us every and of the 15,000 members we have probably has a moment where they like were literally just brought to shambles underneath their kit. You know, I have those as well, but they're no more special than anyone else's and that, that have experienced the same thing. And it's why, why we're the bad guys doing good, why we do what we do um, every day. So there's just so many <laughs> at the end of the day. And, you know, I, I, I will tell you, I never, I never 
ran for this job to have, you know, to be the LCO, you know, that's not, I, I say this with full, hopefully people believe it. You know, it wasn't, wasn't part of my hierarchy of needs. It was really to try to, you know, help bring people together. Um, I don't know if at the end I'll be able to say I did a good job or a bad job, but I, I will tell you I'm, I'm trying. Um, and that's it, you know, that's it. And, and I think that, you know, wherever you are in the world, we have a very, very special thing. And, and everyone that works so hard on building costumes, getting out there, trooping, making people smile, uh, should be very proud of that. That's awesome. There's, there's a lot of, uh, kind of unsung heroes of the Legion that I think, you know, a lot of people don't realize, you know, I think the you know, the bad eggs, whatever usually come to the surface, but there's a lot of people, um, Ramey and, and Nick from Southern California Garrison are, are two of those people. And um, as soon as I met you two and, and started following you through social media and interacting with you two, I was like, here's another one, you know? Um, so, I mean, I will as, say that as, I don't know if it's a question that's coming or not, but you know, one of the things I think about is what's the future of this place, you know? And, 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 and I've, Dang I've, it, there went Steven's question. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Go for it. <laughs> Steven, what's go. your question? Ask it, Steven. So, no, I, so I wanted to ask you, um, you know, it, it's kind of like a two-part question. Where do you see the Legion in 10 years? And what do you think is going to be different? What do you think is going to be the same? Yeah. So I, I think that there is an incredible amount of excitement around all this content we're getting. So let's think about it this way. We have the first 20. Uh, we'll call it 20 years of the Legion. I guess it's 18 years of the Legion where we had three or six rather films, you know, um, and limited access to the behind the scenes and the, you know, the great pictures. And, and we had the costumes that we ended up having. Um, and, and then we had this explosion in 2015 where the Legion tripled in size. So you, you've got, you know, basically from the beginning of the Legion to 2015 and then 15 till now the Legion triples in size. And, you think further than that with all the content we're getting, there's going to be more and more and more and more and more folks that are going to want to come to this whole costuming thing. I think that there is a group of people within our Legion that are consummate costume makers that, that are, and, and I'm, I'm looking at a couple of them right here that I have just the fondest respect for because they are pushing the limits of, of what can be done in your home. You know, we used to all have to wait for that big black or a big brown box rather. Um, and, and, you know, we, it would be months, it could be years, it could be whatever before we would receive it. And now so many of us are taking on doing this in our homes, um, and, and, and investing in 3D printing, learning how to finish this group of costumers that are out there right now are, are just, just breaking down all sorts of, you know, barriers to what could and couldn't be done in the past. And so I think that the future of the Legion is costumes, 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 that we're going to be able to go out into these events and quickly show the, the, um, the public what they've seen recently. You know, yes, we will always have Darth Vader. Yes, we will always have stormtroopers and officers and TIE fighter pilots and all the biggest costumes in the Legion. But when we've got Raimi sitting here that's already printed something from an episode he hasn't even watched yet, you know, or or Taylor and myself, we had the iCat Trooper done within six weeks after the episode, you know, aired, and and so I just see it growing, 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 growing. Um, I see that that you know 
I, I, I want to believe that our usefulness um, continues to grow as well, whether it's just community or through Disney or in LFL. I think it's amazing hearing the stories of folks that have had opportunities to work on these shows. And a large part of that is because of their involvement with the, with the uh, costume groups. Um, so, so, you know, when we, when we see the five years from now, I just think we're going to have a lot more costumes. We may have more detachments. We may have, you know, groups that are, are people that are members of multiple groups making their own characters. I think that's one of the other things that's popping up now that you see that, you know, the Mercs really were trailblazers in that. Um, but we're seeing, you know, the galactic denizens pop up, you know, the army, the Imperial army, all sorts of new avenues to create costumes that, again, once people are making those, they're probably also interested in making costumes for the 501st. And so just going to be a lot of growth, a lot of growth. Um, in my campaign, I said it this way, and I, I believe it, you know, more costumes equals more growth, equals more people, equals more charity, and equals more smiles. So if we can get to that point, I think we've done a pretty good thing. And as we all know, that's worldwide. So... That's where I hope to see it is just that these younger folks that are really starting to build in the Legion uh, really start carrying the torch and, and push us forward. Absolutely. So I, I've got a question. I've got, I guess the last question, but before I do that, while I've got the mic, I just wanted to say like, so Nick and I have been in command of the Southern California garrison for, I don't know, like five, five, six years now. We're the longest running command staff in the garrison's history. Um, and I will say for the first time since we've been in this position, we've got a Legion commanding officer that he that is making us want to pay attention to what's going on beyond just our borders, which are not small. But, you know, so, you know, that we, we want to, you've made us want to kind of stand by you and help support you and, and, and see where, where this club is going. So, you know, we, we appreciate that. So. Uh, I think, I thank you. And, and listen, I think that, when we look at the, if we, if we're talking about 10 years from now, you know, when we're talking about the growth that we've had in the last seven years, you know, think of how big we're going to be and how much further around the world we're going to reach. And at the end of the day, you know, listen, um, there's great debate to where the club should go and how it should go. Listen, we, a year ago, um, we added more costumes to our ranks, you know, and that was where the Legion kind of came together to say, we want more, want more, the ability to do more within our group. And so I think, listen, at the end of the day, we're all going to see this grow in a much faster, better way together. Um, you know, at the end of the day, also, we need to support each other and be very respectful of the fact that we all come from different places and may have different views. And, and you know, just let's let's work this thing out and, and stay positive and continue to grow. It's been really, really exciting to, you know, see that happen over the last couple of years. And and uh, I think, well, it's, it's nowhere to go but up, but from here, just like we've been doing for the last 25 years when, you know, those guys did that first troop together, realized that it was more fun to see two stormtroopers than just one. Exactly. Okay. So the question, what, so a new, new perspective member, somebody that's interested in joining the 501st Legion, what is your advice to that person? Absolutely. So, so I'm assuming that if, if they know about us, they've either researched us online or seen us at a local event. Um, if you are researching online, there is a great contact us page uh, that has all the information of how to uh, join. I don't know if we've put out some how to join videos Legion wide yet, but we did make some in the Northeast Remnant that, um, you know, if, if, if anybody were to ever contact me, I would be able to point them to and it kind of walks you through the, some of that process. Uh, but there is there isn't how to join there. The best 
honestly, the best thing you can do is get involved with your local garrison. So if you see them at a Comic-Con or if you see them at a charity event, contact, just talk to one of the troopers. They'll be happy to point you in the right direction to understand where their forums are, where the 501st forums are, perhaps maybe a build party. Um, we do that a ton up here. We have build parties in two different armories uh, that happen, you know, really throughout the entire month. And, and now that it's getting cool out, uh, they really actually start to kick up. We start really going out at full force. We see most of our members start to come during this time of year when we can all get together and, and, and you know, build together. Uh, but that's that's the best way. Get involved, um, contact, and follow us on social media. You'll find out how, you know the resources there as well at official five hundred first. But but you know finding out who your local chapter is and 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 who you can talk to there. There are so many people that that are so friendly that will guide you worldwide and into the process and and tell you where you can get started. But the first thing you really need to think about is costume you want to build. It's a costume club. You know, what, what, where is your passion? Have you always wanted to be a stormtrooper or did you just start watching for the first time a couple of weeks ago and this, this mud trooper on or mud trooper variant on Andor is your, your jam and, and that's where you want to start. But, uh, you know, then there's, you know, we can obviously put them in touch with the detachments where they're great build threads, um, you know, and kind of go from there. It's just a great community that's been built over, over the last many years. And, and there's kind of something for everyone, you know, now, the one thing I do want to point out is the 501st is the bad guys doing good. Uh, so if you're interested in one of the other good guy or heroes of the rebellion type of costumes, it's a different club. Um, but, but we will take the bad guys. Oh, I, was, I, was, I can plug the kids too. If anyone with kids can join the Galactic Academy, the kids can join the Galactic Academy. Yeah, there's, I, I mean, honestly, there is a Star Wars club for everyone. Um, and, and these are not the only... These are not the only Star Wars clubs. These are these are the you know the biggest ones. If you like building droids, there's droid builders. If you like building, uh, or if you like building rebel costumes, there's the Rebel Legion. Mando Mercs uh, do Mandalorian costumes. Five Hundred First, obviously, the bad guys doing good. And as Ramey said, the Galactic Academy, where basically every child is welcome. On the part of um, of joining, am I the only? I think I'm the only one that got into the club without knowing anybody. You all knew somebody, right? Is that fair to say, or did you? No. Did you just did not? Did, yeah, no. so I didn't Showed know. An armor nope, I didn't know I anybody. From you a, didn't know anybody. I met someone from a different club. Oh you well, I knew Luke. Luke. I have another five hundred first member that just walked in. Here, I'll give you. Okay, I'll, I'll give you. Uh, uh, what, what? What is it? Are you TK? You're TK nine two six seven nine. Here, put these headphones on. This is Naomi. This is my wife. I, a special guest. Can you hear them? Can you hear? Okay, say here. She just came back from an evening out. Hey, Naomi. Hey. Hi, guys. How are you all? We're doing good. <laughs> Welcome. Good. How are you? Awesome. Are you capable of talking? Yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What kind of a night out was it? So I, I, had, a, I had a question originally that, that was going to be for you. We weren't sure if you were going to make it back or not. So, so we were asking Justin some questions. And so mine for you is, you know, I – our families, especially those of us that are in command staff in some way, shape, or form, our families know the the toll that being part of this club takes on on us in our lives. So, what is it like being married to the uh, the, the global commander of this club? Like, is he just always busy with Legion stuff, or or? Uh, I, you know, he is. He's very busy. He's always in constant communication with his team and his staff and members and um. But it's he's he's always present. We've 
trooped as a family before COVID so much. It was so amazing. Uh, post COVID, it's a little hard when you have a little one. Um, Jack is our eight year old. He's a member of the Galactic Academy and he would come with us to troops and just hang out and, you know, be in his costume. And it was always welcome. It's a little more difficult now um, as far as trooping goes. So we kind of split our time watching him. So he'll take a turn and I'll take a turn. But for the most part, he is really involved, always on the forums. Every time I look at his phone, he's like, Posting, making a comment. He has, you know, chats with members and his team. And I think it's really great, like the involvement and the time and effort that not only he's put in, but all of our, you know, our home garrison, the local garrisons. It's so much time and it's such a great volunteer opportunity. And every command staff, regardless of it's whether it's lesion wide or um, within the garrison, they really put in their time and energy. And I find that very admirable. And it's really an amazing thing because this is all volunteers. Everyone's volunteering. Um, but everyone takes it pretty seriously. And they find that, yes, it's a hobby, but it's something that means so much to everyone. And we're all trying to Put in the time and effort that it takes to move the legion forward, whether at a garrison or an overall level, and I I think it's great. So yeah, you know, and, and we all help each other. And I mean, I I just I I'm glad you're here because I wanted to thank you because you helped hold the fort down with the Galactic Academy booth in Anaheim for me so many times over the course of that event. So I appreciate it. Thank you. It was so wonderful. I loved being at that booth. It's so great to see, um, you know, all the young ones. Because that those are the truly the future of our legion, right? Like yeah. they're going to grow up and be like, you know what? I was at Star Wars Celebration and this person that I didn't know came up to me. And I remember seeing kids and running up to them being like, here's the Galactic Academy. This is the future. And they just were in awe of all the 501st and the Rebel Legion costumes. And I think that's a great stepping stone for kids to find their path and you know, even Jack, he would make costumes out of paper. And, you know, obviously that's not approvable. But at the same point for a seven, eight-year-old, six-year-old kids to take that interest into creating something that they find an interest in, those really are the future. And I think it's great that kids have the opportunity to do that. And then they're learning from their parents and seeing like, hey, I saw this on TV and I can make this myself someday. It's a really great, it's just a great, program that it encompasses all ages promoting creativity right creativity over sports <laughs> <laughs> thanks honey you're welcome you it was so good out? to see you yeah, yeah thank you thanks for joining us thanks have a good one so there you go i think that's, that's the awesome. first mom that we've ever had on the dad batch it is Mom batch. It is. Mom batch. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be the second show in our in our new podcast network. The Mom Batch. How's the website, Ramy? Yeah, the website, Ramy. On, on it. She played a uh, Pedro Pascal saying, uh, I'm I'm your daddy at least six hundred times. I don't know why. <laughs> busted. 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 That 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 is like, you know, a little little you know, she and the other ladies of our legion 
have a little chat group that they just trade pictures of Adam Driver and Pedro Pascal. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Your wives want in. Republic, Empire, what's the difference? Conversations with Crosshair. How you doing, Brian? I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. I'm I'm actually like super stoked. This has been a, this has been an awesome episode. Uh, that you just dropped on me five minutes ago that we're doing conversations with Crosshair. So I was gonna, sh- I initially was gonna shoot into my one direction of of the it being the spooky season and Halloween and everything. But since um, Justin's on here, and I think because we've had just um awesome conversations about family and trooping and, and uh, having your kids involved, which we've all talked about it a little bit. And, and I think yesterday or day before or something, we were going crazy. Ramey and I were talking about when his gang of kids and my daughter were Jawas and everything. And, um, to, to spread the YouTube joy, as we've been saying, I, I have this like super rad picture that I shared with us of um, my daughter, Levi, and three of Ramey's daughters when they were about half the size that they are now as children and then as Jawas. Um, that's really cool. So Joe or Ramey, whoever's doing the editing, why don't we just put it like right here, right, right here, maybe? I think that'll look good right there. Um, and then whoever's watching right now, I don't know if it'll show up, but it's an adorable picture, but this doesn't come out good when you guys do the editing. It's so much better. And just so That's you don't awesome. forget it's, it's right here. Here. <laughs> Dude, the video here. is epic. The video you shared and oh, it's so good. Oh, of, of them as Jawas dancing yeah. at WonderCon. So maybe we'll bonus. I'll put that one on, um, on uh, Instagram, maybe, or I'll send it to the chat and then you chat, and then you guys, if you guys want to do that, if you give it to me, I'll I'll, I'll do something okay. with it. But yeah, yeah, we'll do that, and then you can put the logos and stuff on there. But yeah, just a super rad conversation with uh with Justin here and family and fun and dads and we're two for two for guests that are fathers, so yes, <laughs> killing it. It's a prerequisite for now. Right? <laughs> it makes me want to troop, man. I haven't trooped in a minute, so. It, they're, they're, I'm dang, I gotta look up Mando yeah, and Revolution Celebration. Uh, uh, we had a couple of good ones leading into Celebration and Celebration, then then summer, and we're just traveling all that. But yeah. winter is our time, and and we usually bang it bang it out pretty good. That's what I'm looking forward to, but um, I just everything's kind of far for me, so I gotta mm. I gotta like time it right. So if it's not hot, it's far. <laughs> I think if it's not hot, it's far. <laughs> Words to Justin, live. thank you so much for joining us, man. Yay! This was an awesome episode. Yay! I think that does it for us today. But if you like what we do, give us a good review on your podcast app. Be sure to check out our YouTube channel and hit subscribe. You can email us questions at dadbatchpod at gmail.com. You can follow me, Stevie Kicks, on Instagram, sometimes on Twitter. John, where can people find you? At Alpha Ignition. Joe, where can people find you? Sour Patch. Sorry, uh, Tech Dot Bad Batch. 
shower. <laughs> Brian, where can people find you? I'll just pick one. Sith ain't easy. Let's go with that one today. Echo, where can people find you? Uh, thedadbatch.com. And and by the way, Justin, so let Naomi know that the mombatch.com is available. I can I can secure that if she wants in on this. We can we can make that happen. So perfect. I am not making the Instagram for that. Sorry. <laughs> and and Justin, where can people find you? Easy at Sonfield. All right. And Justin, anything else you want to plug? It's it's all yours. No, no, uh, just everybody uh, really stay well, uh, have an incredible second half of the year, and uh, get out there and troop. You heard it from the man. That's an order. That was an order. Great troop. <laughs> Direct order. All right. Thank you again, everybody, for listening to episode 11 of the Dad Batch podcast. And hey, if you can, please go give your dad a hug for me. And until next time. Enjoy your spice responsibly. Anyway, love you. Bye.